Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Veronica Hardy and a few weeks ago I did a video that asked the question, DSW or PhD in social work? After I posted that video, I received some comments and some emails asking me to do even more videos, which leads us to right now. Today with me is Dr. Kennard DuBose and he's gonna share a little bit about his experience in pursuing his doctorate degree in social work. Dr. DuBose, could you please just tell our audience a little bit about you? Good morning, good well, good afternoon. Um, glad to be here and thank you for the invitation, Dr. Hardy. Uh, I am Dr. Kennard DuBose. I am a recent graduate of um, DSW program, not as recent, recent, but I did finish November, 2019. So I'm fairly new um, postdoctoral studies. Um, professional social worker, have been a social worker for over pretty close to 30 years now. Um, and glad that I chose that profession. My social work degree has been very good to me. Um, but most importantly, I was attracted to it based on the fact that I, I was I was doing service even when I was because originally I was a business major undergrad, but I would do all these community service um, projects and realized that's that's where my passion was. I graduated, did my undergrad from um, Allen University in business administration, which is Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I'm originally from um, South Carolina, Darlington, South Carolina, um, did my undergrad at USC. Um, Masters of Social Work, where I also where I also taught on the adjunct level there for about 10, 11 years, um, and that was inspirational for me. Not the only inspiration, but some of the inspiration for me going back to my for my doctorate and started my doctorate in because it took me five years to complete, so um, maybe 13, 14, because I finished in 19, but um, did completed my doctorate at Capella University. With, with the doctrine in social work. Awesome. And here I am. That is awesome. And like you said, you, you recently attained it, maybe a couple of years ago. So what contributed to your decision to go back to school and pursue a doctorate in social work? So that's an interesting story. Um, first and foremost, I was doing some adjunct teaching and you know working, working around all these scholars and folks who um, have the terminal degree in social work. So I was like, okay, that, that, that has some, that gave me some consideration. But I was working at the Department of Corrections. I recently retired from state government um, where I've done 20 years of service and some of the university teaching counted towards that my 11 years at USC. Um, but I was working at state government and, and, and working for the Department of Corrections and promoted up to Assistant Deputy Director of Behavioral Health Services. Um, in that role, I was responsible for overseeing behavioral health treatment for um, the inmate population, which was about 19, 20,000 inmates. Um, overseeing nursing service, I mean, behavioral health, which employed nurses, psychiatrists, psychologists, qualified mental health professionals, um, mental health techs, as well as other ancillary support staff. Well, we had a national meeting that we attended um, that was sponsored by, or that was staffed by National Institute of Corrections, which was funded by the Department of Justice. And at that first meeting, so I just got the job, maybe promoted into the job, maybe August, excuse me, maybe um, April, May, and they sent for me to come to the meeting. And the meeting was in June, um, or the, a month later. And at that meeting, everybody was introducing themselves as their as the state director for behavioral health services um, for the correctional system. 
and it was doctor this, doctor that, doctor this, doctor that, doctor this, doctor that. And I think I was the only one, Dr. Hardy, at, at that meeting. There, 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 there may have been one other who didn't have a doctorate degree. Okay. So I came back <laughs> and I was enrolled in the program about 30 days later. My next question is, what led you to pursue the doctorate in social work, DSW, versus maybe a PhD in social work? So just just let me clarify. So so it wasn't a rush decision because it was always in the back of my mind when I was teaching at USC um, that it was a that it was a possibility, um, strong consideration. Um, but again, it took that meeting being the catalyst saying as the confirmation for me that I need to go ahead and do this. Um, so, so as I was considering it, considering throughout the years and trying to figure out what was the best pathway for me, the PhD or the DSW, I was more concerned with the practice applied approach of the um, um, DSW because it was considered more of a, a practice degree. I also didn't want to limit my options of not being able to teach. So I've asked those questions and I was saying, well, can you teach with the DSW? And I was told yes. Um, can you practice with the DSW? I was told yes. So um, at that time, I saw my pathway being more so being a practice, it being more of a practice than in academia. Because I really saw myself just continuing to be in state government and running state agencies and want to be identified as Dr. DeVos. Um, so, so that was my, so that was my, um, decision that was a decision point for me as it relates to going the um, DSW route because I wanted to make I wanted to maintain that that practice um, pathway continue on with my license which you can also do with the PhD but in my research it was it, it just presented as if the the PhD was more research based um, and I wanted to make it clear that that. Although I have the doctorate degree, but I'm very much interested in working with clients. I'm very much interested in continuing to practice. So that's why I chose that route. Awesome. And thank you for sharing too, that it took some time for you to actually um, make a determination about a degree, even before that meeting took place. It was something that was kind of on your radar, something you were interested in, but it took time. And when you said <laughs> that, it made me think of when I was when I was pursuing a doctorate degree, it took at least a year for me to mm. really come to that decision and determine the actual doctorate degree that I wanted to pursue. Mm. And with that, when you made that decision, what what do you believe your intentions for that degree were? So to get back to my original story, <laughs> so it was my aspiration that before I left Department of Corrections, I wanted to be called Dr. DeBose and I wanted to be, I wanted to continue to give service or, or um, work there. Um, I got that degree in, I think I said earlier November, but I think my degree was conferred in August, August 2019. I retired in December. <laughs> so I, I retired three months later. Um, because once I got the degree, it, I realized that there were opportunities out there for me to get my foot into academia and I wanted a different, um, I wanted a different pathway or a different um, career field. And I was fortunate enough to be able to retire before 50 with at state years of service. So understanding that I had an opportunity to go and get 10, 15 more years of work 
someplace else. Um, so the timing was per the timing was ideal for me as it relates to just being able to start something new. Um, even though I was doing adjunct teaching, I would. I, I've never I've never been appointed as a full time faculty member at a institution of higher learning. So once once I got that degree and saw those jobs, once my degree was conferred and I saw those jobs being posted, I decided just to just circulate my credentials and my applications, and I got calls. Mm. And I I was interviewed and I was offered. So I'm like, oh, I can make this work for me, and here I am. That is awesome. And I enjoyed hearing you were able to retire before 50. I'm sure many people will want to know your secret <laughs> to that as well. But I'm wondering when it comes to a doctorate degree, often I receive the question of, well, I don't have the finances for it. I'm in a place in my life where I might have paid everything off and I don't want new debt, etc. So I'm wondering, what are steps that you took to finance your doctorate degree? I made a decision that I had to invest in me. Um, I'm paying for it. I paid for it. I'm continuing to pay for it. Um, I will probably take my student loan debt with me to the grave. Um, but but that was that was the commitment that I made, and it was important for me to know that if I because I couldn't do it no other way other than um, um, applying for student loans um, because there just wasn't a lot of money out there for me because I had to work continue to work full time um, even though I was made an offer for a PhD program um, I was considering not made an offer but I was making an application and talking to the folks and they wanted to put me on a stipend ship um, assistant ship I think I'm saying that correctly or stipend and it was like $12,000 a year so with me being in administration, having a family, um, pretty much at six figures where I was, um, that wasn't appealing for me at all to go down to $12,000 a year. So I said, this is not going to work for me. Um, so what I did is I said, if I make this investment, which I don't mind investing in me, um, I just needed to ensure that the cost benefit analysis was worth it and that I still have enough time to work, contribute, and the degree can pay for itself. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my, that was one of the decision factors that, that was one of the decision points that I had to deliberate on um, as I was considering how to finance it, because it is expensive, um, but I saw it worth it, and I saw myself being able to make it work for me by, by way of where I was professionally. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I really like how you said, you made a decision to invest in yourself. And it's important to be able to view our education as an investment that can contribute to our future, increase our, our job options and opportunities. And like you were saying, immediately you started um, obtaining those job opportunities, those job offers for interviews and such as you started disseminating your information. You also mentioned how a stipend ship was, was offered that opportunity, but it just, it didn't fit your life at that time. Mm -hmm. You'd have to give something up. So again, you went back, you made the best decision for you and, and added that educational value to your life. And I know another question I often get is, what are the, the classes like many people are concerned about research i mean you name it those those types of classes during the doctorate degree but it would be interesting to hear what were your classes like 
there were some leadership classes in which I enjoy. There were some classes that dealt with technology and their phenomenon in, 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 in practice, which I also enjoyed. Um, I had an opportunity to do an action research dissertation, which, you know, I was one of the ones who was uh, research, research, research. But after doing that action research dissertation, which was a qualitative study, um, Dr. Hardy, my my perspective for research has just changed. I mean, I, I made research my friend. Um, I was able to identify a, a subject matter that I was interested in, was able to put an action research approach to it. Had, had a very good committee, very good mentor. I mean, I love my study. Um, I, I just, it, I, I was so committed to my study. And and it was just that my whole perspective of research changed because it was just a way of um, me having to identify a need that I saw, a passion of, that, that I saw, and I was able to say, well, what can I do to find more about it? And how can the information that I discover or the information that I um, propose be of added value when, once it's all said and done. Um, so, you know, so there were there were some um, just um, courses that, that talked about this practice. I mean, not, I mean, um, a couple of practice courses, but they were on the very advanced level um, leadership courses. And then we got into the research and just dealing with the research methodology and wasn't, you know, had a very good mentor and a very good cohort where that, that wasn't as that wasn't as intimidating for me as I thought it would be, um, especially when I decided, especially when I just, um, when I saw that I, I, I was in the driving seat of deciding which direction I wanted my research to go um, based on my interest. So and, and, as, and I was a part time student, so I made sure that I, it took me five years to finish because I had to work full time. And, I, and, and my and my full time job was in, in was in administration, so it was very demanding. Um, so I made sure that I, that I didn't overload myself with courses. So it was, there were some semesters or some quarters I was only taking one or two courses along the way, um, so that I can just, you know, maintain my own mental health and self-care. And I appreciate how you said you made research your friend uh -huh. and it helps people to know too, that whether it's a DSW or a PhD in social work, that research aspect still exists because research is a part of social work as well. And you also mentioned about having a great mentor and mentorship is very critical when it comes to social work, any aspect, pursuing our social work degree, you name it. And you also mentioned about self-care. So I appreciate how you were saying just in your own life and then that education piece, then your job that you were working and how you were able to still focus on you and meet your needs during those times. And you mentioned how research was something, your perception of research changed as you transitioned through the program. Is there any other new knowledge that, that you would highlight gaining from your courses? When we got together in the classroom, I mean, just we were just all sponges, just looking to get it done, and and just, and that synergy that we had among among each other, and, and still maintaining contact with each other, still maintaining contact with each other. Um, so they they now they are now my peers. Um, we we continue to give each other support, continue to be resources for each other. Um, it's just a it, it's just it, it just puts you in a place where you are developing, a, 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 you have an additional resource or additional support system. Um, and I often tell folks to, and there were people who had issues. Um, I mean, you're, 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 uh, the, the best degree or the best dissertation is a finished dissertation. Um, 
And I often told folks um, who were having those experiences when they went in there with their committee and their um, um, chairperson or their mentor, and they were like, this is my study, this is what I wanna do. Um, it's not yours until that degree is awarded. So they were, they, I mean, we, I've learned, I learned quick in the process and my mentor and other folks who've gone through similar experiences um, help me know that you, uh, there's a certain level of humility that you have to bring to the table. And there's a certain level of, the, the, there may be some things that folks ask you to consider changing um, that you need to be receptive, receptive to. Um, all, that is a part, all of that is a part of the educational experience. Um, and most importantly, you know, I, I think I'm, I thank God for my family. My family was supportive because I, I just did not have a life, so to speak. Those five years I was working, I, I just I, I, I had to make some sacrifices and that was by my choice. Um, but everything that I miss, um, and I, I, I'm making up for it now. So so I deliberately chose to just kind of um, push those things aside because I couldn't be everything to everybody. Um, but I knew that once it was all said and done, because the goal was the goal is to get it done, that I can come back to those things and just enjoy them as equally or if not more so with as Dr. Kennard DeBose. Yes. Uh, thank you for sharing about family. And something we learn in social work is when one part of the system changes, the rest of the system has to make changes as well. It's kind of like it automatically tends to happen. So thank you for sharing about family and some of the choices you made and then what it looks like now. And also some of those insights you gained from your experience, especially in regards to the research and needing to remain humble through the process as well. So another question I often get is, was it worth it? Was it worth it to pursue that doctorate degree? That was a question I asked myself day one because I knew that it would be hard work and I knew that it would I knew that it would be costly. So I asked myself day one with my family, is this, is this going to be worth it? And we came to the decision at that time, absolutely. And we have not looked back. I love it. Again, how you included your, it was a family decision. It was a family decision to process it and be able to kind of project to the future. What will things look, for, look like for us then? Uh, thank you for saying you have not looked back. You propelled forward and, and look now. So if there were advice you could give to someone who was thinking about pursuing a doctorate degree in social work, what sort of advice would you give them? Um, again, look at your personal situation by way of your family, your finances. Um, it's going to take time. You got to put the work in. Um, do the cost benefit analysis as it, as it relates to um, is, is it going to be worth it along the way? Um, also consider your research. I mean, I, I knew going in what I was interested in, what I wanted to pursue. Now it it they it um, through the, throughout the process that there were some tweaks, but I knew what my interest I knew what my interest was. So just begin to just kind of think about what is it what what what's your research interests and how you can look to um, elaborate or expand on that um, have all i mean just have those discussions on the front end so that you can make sure that that that, that it's going to be value added for you 
I like that. In include the voices of those around you. Again, your family, your loved ones. Great point about the research. Thinking of mine, I knew I wanted to focus on diversity, but mine was tweaked at least four to five times <laughs> along <laughs> the way. So it happens. The more information we receive, the more changes that may happen. Now, we're starting to draw to our close. So my final question for you is, is there um, anything left that you would like to share with our audience? Any closing words for them? It's, I, I, we are ongoing learners. Um, it's not over for me yet. I, I, I told myself that once I, once I get it, I mean, I told myself once I finish my bachelor's, I'm done. Once I finish my master's, I'm done. Once I finish my doctorate, I'm done, but you're never done. <laughs> you're, you're never done as it relates to just being able to, to contribute and add to the field, add to the profession. Um, so um, I'm, it's, it's, it's an ongoing process and, 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 I, and I embrace it. I, I really do embrace it. So it's just exciting. I, I, I mean, it's just, this is just so exciting for me. And I tell my students all the time, you know, pick, pick, pick something that's your passion um, because coming to work has never been a chore for me. Now there were some things in administration that was just got, uh, but but for the most part, pick something that's your passion so that so that coming to work is not a job. Mm -hmm. I love it, Dr. Dubose. Thank you so much for taking the time out today to just share your experience, your doctoral level experience with others as they are working to make their um, next career pivot, whether it be education, whether, whether it be a shift in job position, you name it. I'm sure this information has been helpful. And to everyone who has tuned in, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope this has been helpful. And until next time, everyone, take care. Thank you.